Hi. Hello. I miss you. I miss you too. You're a mile and a half and I miss you. That I'm only a mile and a half away, but it's been, we haven't seen as much of each other as, as well, certainly when we were in lockdown, but also just work and, and busyness. It's bizarre. It's, it's, um, it's stark. It's a stark contrast because yeah. we saw each other every day throughout the day. Even if you were working, I just like waved as I went by or something. Yeah. We had many meals together. And um, this, of course, is, is, is more the way one should live. <laughs> <laughs> but it was endearing. And, it, and it, I knew it was precious time when it occurred. I did too. It was actually like um, a good a good lesson. You know, we were in survival mode, right? And also like this is great, but a lot of intensity. And even I feel like that experience was like a, a pretty crucial step for me in terms of presencing, being aware of the moment. You know, and to your point, like knowing there, knowing then that we were there for a finite amount of time, like influenced the experience in a good way. To the point where, like, you know, we were we were in the desert for eight and a half months together. It's not a little bit of time. People go, people go to you know Europe for a month and they say they lived in Paris. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like we were gone for eight and a half months in the desert. Marriages that last shorter than that. What's that? Or marriages that last shorter than that. Yeah, I think uh, some people have had multiple marriages that are shorter than that. Uh, but in in the in the sort of knowing that it was going to come to an end. It was like, it's just, this is going to come to an end one way or the other. Right? It's just going to either be real bad or we're just going to go back to whatever our, our quote normal lives are soon. So there was like a presencing experience with it that felt really good. Uh, and like also leaving abruptly, I think was really helpful. You know, the sort of. After we were there for so long and you had said to your girlfriend, you know, we're supposed to be here till the end of June, but at one day, my mother's going to turn, wake up and turn to Joel and say, I want to get home now. <laughs> well, I said tomorrow. I said, I said one, one day soon, my mom is going to wake up and she's going to turn to Joel and say, we're, we're leaving tomorrow. And when that happens, you and I have to be prepared to leave. <laughs> so please stop having stuff delivered here every day is what actually the conversation was like. So um, and one day I woke up and I said, it's time to go home. And Joel said, how can you tell? And I said, oh, I, I just feel it. Everything about it. The house is calling to me. Home is calling to me. And it's going to get hot here faster than they think. Yeah, but the Band-Aid rip of leaving, I think, was really good as opposed to, oh, we'll do it in three weeks. And oh, we got it was helpful to have it feel very abrupt. And if you recall, we were ready to leave. And like that morning, you were like, hey, do you do you have more room in their van? And we decided to leave also. So the whole thing was very la like feeling last minute. But amazing. Amazing. That was a lot of work. The way you packed the van and you were so calm. Mm. And I thought... He's really being patient because this is like, I know he has planned his move and where everything would go and <laughs> everything for five weeks. 
And I just said, oh, yeah, can you fit our stuff in there? I wasn't worried. I figured we'd box some stuff up and send it, you know, ship it back. Or Joel said that he would come back and take another load. Um, and and you you really did a great job. But we did. We were, I was like, we're we're done. We're leaving. Get your stuff. It was fast. It was very fast, and it was. I was happy to, to help, but it was a lot of work. And I was I was trying to stay calm and zen, but inside I was like screaming into the void. It was it was a, it was a hard a hard couple of days. You know, uh, it's easy living with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Tell, tell everybody about um, what's back to your left, that, that flashing awesomeness behind you. Oh, so that's the pinball machine. And if you're not, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If you're listening to our podcast, thank you so much for joining oh. us. We also have our show on YouTube. Everybody and their mother has a podcast. Uh, you can see what it is that we're referring to visually. And it's just hardwire there. Pardon me. I should walk people who are listening and not watching walk through i should give more description as we go like today rick and i are zooming we're not sitting next to each other there you go either in the desert or at my house here in santa monica we have we're zooming because you know he's work 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 and <laughs> this is the most efficient way to do this and so the the pinball machine is not an old pin if i go across the room would they be able to hear me no oh Hello, it's Transformers, and it's amazing because it has a lot of robots and a lot of moving parts, and it's very challenging, but even if you suck at it, it's still fun because of the way the ball goes, and after you shoot your first, when you shoot your, launch your first pinball, if you go to the right side, you're championing one of the Transformers, and if you go to the left side, it's another guy, and I'm I think it's a guy. Well, it's the faction. It's the Autobots or the Decepticons. Good guys or bad guys. Yeah, so it's amazing. And um, when we went to look for a pinball machine, which Joel didn't want, and I said, we have a game room. We're getting a pinball machine. Here's the What did you say? (laughs) You said, we have a a game room. We're getting a pinball machine? Yeah, I have. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean... And it's not nothing that someone would be like against for a life reason. It's just, you know. And uh, we went to the place and we we walked around. We ran separate ways in the, it's in California. And I can't give it a plug because it it was years ago. I don't remember. But it's like the biggest pinball machine, whatever place. Anyhow, um, we each took off and went around and tried each of the games, which <laughs> it's a great way to spend a Saturday. That's Just awesome. All day. Free play. Of course, they had Eldorado. You know, Eldorado now has like seven iterations that they made year after year. After. Anyway, back, back to Chance. Eldorado? Eldorado pinball machine. It's some consider to be the best pinball machine ever made. The original was, I'm guessing, the 50s. Um, 
So we, we walked around and played and took our time and met back about the same time. Um, and he said, I, I picked, I only have one. There's only one I like and I'd like it. It's the one I want. I said, I only have one also. What is it? He said, I'll show you. And he took me to Transformers. I said, that's the one I picked. I mean, they had, I'm sure they had 100 machines in there. So that was the pinball store. And he loves it. He, he loves it. Shakari Richardson. Who? Shakari Richardson. Okay. She's the runner who won't be competing in the Olympics because she smokes some pot in Colorado, where it's legal because she learned her mother died. <laughs> She's being hailed as the, the most wonderful, understanding, reasonable. Those are my words. They're not the words they use by her reaction of dealing with the committee and the results. There was a tweet yesterday where she was like, I, or a few days ago, she just, the tweet was like, I am a human being. And it has, you know, tens of thousands of likes and, and comments. She, they said that um, her reaction has made her a, mm. a person to look up to. Yeah. Which is really what Olympics are supposed to be all about. And they said she's an incredible role model. And it's just such, she's wonderful. The Onion tweeted about Shikari. Um, and it's basically the greatest tweet of all time. I just want to say it's against the Olympic rules. They didn't. It's against the Olympic rules. You know, she, we did just go through, a, well, we are going through a pandemic. And she did lose her biological mother. Um, but apparently rules are rules. Yes. However, it's a stupid rule that should be readdressed because it makes no sense. So there's a couple tweets. One was Seth Rogen that said, if weed is a performance enhancing drug, I would be the fastest man on the planet. The other thing that I read that I love is they should make all the other runners smoke pot and then see what happens. <laughs> they should catch up with her and then there's no problem the onion tweeted dream crushed over trivial bullshit represents nation better than gold medal ever could that's precious perfect and the and it's the same olympic committee who just denied uh swim caps that are designed for black hair they said no you have to use the swim caps that we that we approved 100 years ago that's unacceptable. They should, they should, who's they? We should boycott the Olympics. That's unacceptable. The committee is not that cool. Um, the other woman that I wanted to uh, big up this week in the news uh, is someone who took the world by storm. And if you Google the name Zela Avant-Garde, when you Google it, this celebratory confetti and a word and a, and a B come down because she just won the Scripps National Spelling Bee. She's 14 years old. She's the first African-American person to do so in the history of the Scripps Spelling Bee. And her winning the Spelling Bee isn't the most impressive thing about her. She holds three Guinness World Records for basketball and dribbling. She's like a master multi-ball dribbler. She's 14. She's 14. And she's three basketball Guinness records for, for all this crazy dribbling. Can I show you? Can I show you something? Yeah, please. Here, check this out. 
Are you seeing what I'm seeing? It's the whole thing's gorgeous. First of all, it doesn't seem humanly possible. She's on a unicycle dribbling two basketballs. Now she's dribbling a basketball while dribble juggling three other smaller balls. She's got a guitar in the background. This is this is a name that uh, I'm very excited that I'm just excited she's arrived. And I don't know why I haven't heard of her before, but very excited to celebrate her this week. Thank you. Um, look at the room. Look at the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. I'll bet she can jump through. <laughs> really, that's amazing. And I and I just on a personal opinion note, think that um, that that little stretchy Olympic swim cap probably would not be comfortable for her. No. So, just, she's not a swimmer, though. I'm saying that she's not a swimmer, but I'm saying there are a lot of people who would not be who that. Yes. Work for the whole oh look what we got we've got a we've got a guest a surprise guest come on in oh no it's too late now <laughs> i said i said we have someone else is in the house and i said when joel comes home tell him we're taping in the basement i said he'll probably want to come in that's okay too that's you the closest want, we've gotten to a joel interview you were thinking that it would be fun to have him be the person that's always mentioned and never seen but yeah. i didn't I didn't think that would last forever. <laughs> <laughs> it, remind, it, it reminds me of um, in, in the, the 80s sitcom Cheers, Norm always referred to his wife, Vera, but we never met her. And I thought that was a great trope. Um, and uh, yeah, but now nah, that's Joel. So everyone kind of saw what he looks like. Our, uh, yeah. our, our enterprising eagle-eyed fans will, will zoom in and take screenshots and talk about them. Maybe, people, maybe this will be what will bring people to the video. At, Awesome. Oh, there you go. That's the audio. Check version. us out on YouTube to see Joel. <laughs> went to um, work out and I, I asked him to stop and get some bananas on the way home. And from <laughs> they're gigantic bananas. Nice. <laughs> and his time, uh, we had just finished that segment. It was good. It was good. Speaking of segments, I'll have more Aminal songs to share with you next week. I've gotten very organized. You should see what's happening here. Uh, I've got note cards on the Bolton board. I look like I'm trying to solve a, a cold case with string and thumbtacks and the various stages of these songs. And I finally got my, my mind wrapped around the project. And I've got 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 completely finished video songs, mixed, mastered, like done. And I've got two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 15 that are completely done audio and I'm working on the video. And I've got two, four, six, five that need to be finished writing, three that need to be finished recording, two that need vocals and three that need mixing. So I'm basically a few weeks away from like, like 45 of these being done. Congratulations. That's Thank you. I'll have more. There'll always be more because you're always here. There will be more, but this sort of category of fun, funny, short, weird songs or videos does feel like a, a project. You know, I might go back to some other more traditional music making after this. I don't know, but I, I want to, there's something about, not, I want to finish it, right? I want to get a tie a bow onto it and, and see what's up. But I've been sharing them a little bit on social, uh, Aminal songs, if you want to follow along. Uh, but most of them I've not shared. And I, I'm, I'm just sort of figuring out if, it, if it's a public sharing thing or if I try to do some more you know, entertainment business development. Like maybe this is 
something that would be on a TV show or, or purchased for interstitials and something. So, so it's an exciting time where I'm like in the creative process, but also starting to shift from the creative to the, to the marketing side. That's great. It's, it's good. It's a good progression. Yeah. Well, it's cool to see them all in a row. It's like, you know, this is my pandemic project. I, I focus a lot of energy and, and focus my madness and rage and confusion into these charming things. Right. So it's like an, it's like a digital extension of the, of the emotion. So finishing it has a quality as well to be able to move on from the time when these were being made and being used to process, you know, traumas. Yes. It's wonderful. It is. How's your, how's your art? Um, good. I almost finished the painting I was working on. I worked on it last night. Um, and I looked at it this morning and, uh, I, I want to make a couple adjustments and then it'll be finished. I like it. It's something I had started in the desert and I was struggling with how to finish it because I felt different when it was in a different environment. Yeah. Things were going on inside me. Uh, and I just put that, I, I spent a lot of time contemplating it. And then I put that aside and I just went back to painting it. And I really am enjoying it. It's great. It's great. Thank you. Nice. Well, we took Zephyr to the vet. He's healthy. He's a healthy boy. All his vitals came back good. Uh, and the vet complimented and commented on his, his um, abject beauty. And, you know, she sees a lot of, a lot of cats, so she knows what's up. And she was like, almost at a loss for words. Like he is that he's just a beautiful, that's just, and she held her hand up her hand, like by her head. And she's like, I've seen, he's like up. He it's, you know, she couldn't quite, she couldn't quite admit that he's the most beautiful cat ever, but she also didn't say he wasn't. So it was a, it was a nice validating <laughs> moment. So um, is he being more demanding now since he's heard this from <laughs> Well, he wasn't in the room when she told us. Oh, smart. Yeah, it was really smart. Because <laughs> the only thing worse than a, a needy cat is a egomaniacal needy cat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And yeah, I just want to mention one thing. Um, my high score on, on this on this pinball machine is 13 million. Woo! That's impressive. It's what will happen if somebody beats it? Will you be upset? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> somebody might have beat it. Jerry was over here, you know, in the old days before the pandemic. And I don't, I don't remember if he beat it. I don't think he played all the balls. He just played around with it. Yeah, I think I had, I think I got nine or 10 million, but 13 is very high. I have a high score of Miss Pac-Man behind you, as some of our listeners know. Well, you own that game. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you're the, like one of the best at that, I'm sure. I think I want to write a little pamphlet book on like the Zen of Miss Pac-Man, right? The art, the Tao of Miss Pac-Man. There's like a philosophy in there. Like it's about presencing, taking your time and you reach this point, you're like, Oh, these ghosts aren't chasing me. I'm leading them where I want to go. It was like a big life lesson. But I feel like I want to speed them up and I can't get them out of there. Speed them up where? In the game. I tr feel like I want to speed up the Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man so that I can get away from them. It's frustrating. Right. That's what I'm saying. They're actually not chasing me. 
I understand. And yet I can't go the other, the right way. So I hear, I hear you saying that you would like Miss Pac-Man lessons. Really? It, oh, I didn't think about that. We'll train, we'll train you. We'll do a whole montage. We'll play the Rocky theme in the background. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, I love you. I want to thank everybody for joining us in this uh, this Zoom episode of Everybody and Their Mother Has a Podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do so below. Listen to us wherever you get your pods. If you're already listening to this, you know where that is. Don't forget about us on YouTube. Go ahead and give us a subscribe to see this Pac-Man and, and Transformers machine we're talking about, as well as our faces. And tell a friend or two if you're into it. And uh, without further ado, uh, I love you. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Shabbat Shalom. <clears throat> oh, Shabbat Shalom. It's Friday. It is. Yeah. Yes. Thank and, you. As far as the video, I mean, I did put lipstick on. You look great. You look great. Well lit. You're smiling. Oh, your hair looks great. I'm so sorry. You got a haircut. I didn't mention it. Oh, it's at one o'clock. It looks like it's cut. After I wash my hair, I don't even put anything on anymore. Uh, it, it sometimes waves like this. Sometimes. Oh, it looks great. Good. Enjoy the cut. You know, I put off cutting it because every time I thought I would, it did yep. this. <laughs> but I think it's fine. Nice. All right. I love you. Everybody out there, don't forget to call your mother. Doesn't it feel?